Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, brought to you by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. Prohibition came to New England much earlier than it did to much of the rest of the country. In 1851, Maine passed a law banning the sale of alcoholic beverages. By 1855, all New England states had adopted a version of Maine law, including Vermont. Alcohol has a long history in Brattleboro. In 1797, Benjamin Smead's newspaper, The Federal Galaxy, published the first beer brewing recipe in Vermont. According to the book, Vermont Prohibition, by 1820, there were more distilleries in Vermont than there were towns. In Brattleboro, the most conspicuous alcoholic production facility was a corn whiskey distillery located near the bridge leading to Hinsdale. Historians say the Egyptian pyramids were built by people fed beer and bread. Here, hard cider was the drink of choice for most Vermonters. Newspaper ads in the early 1800s highlighted exotic alcoholic beverages that were making their way to Brattleboro from the Caribbean and Europe by flatboat. Alcohol was a real problem. Business owners complained that labor force production was on the decline. Churches were worried about the weakening of family life, and women suffered from laws that protected drunk, incompetent husbands. The New England temperance movement worked to bring about the prohibition laws of the 1850s. For the next 50 years, Vermont banned distilled spirits. This proved very challenging. The law was not uniformly enforced, and it led to a fair amount of illegal activity. Distilled liquor was smuggled into Vermont from Canada. The Vermont law did not ban the production of hard cider or wine, as long as it was for religious or personal use. Here in Brattleboro, the town faced other challenges. The railroad station had freight trains stopping as many as 12 times a day. Each could be smuggling illegal liquor into Vermont. Across the river, New Hampshire had a version of prohibition that was different than Vermont's. In New Hampshire, it was against the law to sell alcohol, but it wasn't against the law to manufacture alcohol. According to local papers, about 1890, a brewery was built at the foot of Mount Wantasket. A Brattleboro man, Fred Gale, was one of the owners. The owners said that the brewery was manufacturing alcohol and shipping it by Brattleboro train to states, which allowed the sale of alcohol. The brewery's official name was East Eagle Brewery. The brewery claimed it did not sell alcohol to any local residents, but many believe this was not true. Meanwhile, on the Connecticut River Island between Brattleboro and Hinsdale, another brewery was established on the side of the island closest to Brattleboro, near the bridge. This brewery was also accused of selling alcohol illegally and offering gambling and prostitution. Fred Gale was also an owner of this business, and it officially operated as the West Eagle Brewery. Both breweries were in New Hampshire, although court records indicate that they were frequented by train passengers and Brattleboro residents. In 1895, local newspaper headlines declared war on the breweries. Amid many complaints, the last straw seemed to be when the two Dummerston men were arrested for getting lay down drunk at the brewery on the island and falling asleep on Main Street in front of People's Bank. The Vermont State's attorney tried to get New Hampshire to charge the breweries with illegal alcohol sales. There were arrests at the East Eagle Brewery and fines lodged against the West Eagle Brewery. 
Eventually, the East Eagle Brewery was shut down by the New Hampshire government, but the West Eagle Brewery on the island continued to operate. Fred Gale, one of the owners of the breweries, also had storage base on Flat Street, and that was constantly raided by the Brattleboro police. Gale would transport the alcohol by the wagon from the island to a storage facility on Flat Street, and the bailers would be stored there until they could be shipped out by train. According to local prosecutors, Gale employees would also sell the alcohol to Brattleboro residents. The newspaper have numerous accounts on Gale employees facing arrest for the selling West Eagle Brewery alcohol in Brattleboro. As the 1890s continued, there were multiple arrests at the West Eagle Brewery and fines levied for sale violations by New Hampshire authorities. However, New Hampshire charged some of the largest fees in the country for liquor licenses, so Hinsdale was not motivated to shut down the island brewery. As reported in the paper, the liquor licenses issued by Hinsdale were paying for the infrastructure improvements of the town. In 1896, the East Eagle Brewery next to Mount Watasik at Burtontown and had been shuttered by the Hinsdale government for about a year because of the number of violations. There were speculation that Gale and other owners burned the building so that they could collect insurance money. We know the brewery was rebuilt and operating again fairly quickly as there were arrests and fines reported in borrowable papers. In 1902, Vermont voted to abandon prohibition and allowed individual towns to decide whether they wanted to be wet or dry. For the first few years, Bradable voted to be wet, and traffic to the island slowed down. In 1903, New Hampshire also voted to switch to local option, and Hinsdale voted to be wet as well. Brattleboro citizens did not like what was happening to the town during its wet years. So in 1905, Brattleboro voted to be dry. By this time, a new Vermont state's attorney, Clark Fitz, was a local prosecutor, and he went after the island brewery very hard. The first thing he did was get the Vermont governor to write a letter to the New Hampshire governor to complain about the East and West Eagle breweries. The second thing he did was to get the operator of the Boston and Maine Railroad to write a letter to the New Hampshire Liquor Commission to complain about how the Island Brewery was a threat to the safety of its passengers and employees. The third thing he did was get residents of Brattleboro to sign petitions of complaint against the breweries and submit them to the Hinsdale Select Board. The Hinsdale Select Board did not like Brattleboro thinking it could tell them what to do and decide they would take no action against the breweries. However, the Liquor Commission did not like receiving letters from the governor and train company, so they refused to issue licenses to the breweries. Fred Gale, primary owner of the breweries, changed his strategy. He changed the name of the West Eagle Brewery to Cheshire Express. He was now a distribution company who happened to transport alcohol manufactured in his brewery. His company would also deliver alcohol from other manufacturers. In 1905, when he lost his liquor license, he began advertising on the front page of the Wyndham County Reformer. The ad states that F.C. Gale and Company, wholesale liquor dealers, will ship to any address. The special two-week bargain includes gin, rum, rye, wine, champagne, whiskey, and brandy. The company's phone number was also listed. Gale continued these weekly ads throughout 1905. Bradbury prosecutor Clark Fitz set out to catch the Gale Company receiving pay in Bradbury for deliveries of alcohol. 
Gail had set up his company so Bradville residents could call the company and request a delivery. The resident would then mail the payment to Gail's business in New Hampshire and then receive the delivery by horse and wagon. Gail's delivery men could not legally receive any payment while in Vermont. Fitz also set out to prove that Gail was still selling alcohol illegally on the island. Gail countered this aggressive prosecution by charging that Fitz had been taking bribes from other liquor-selling businesses in return for not prosecuting them. Gail attempted to get Fitz disbarred and removed from office. The showdown between Fitz and Gale ended up in the Vermont Supreme Court and in the Hampshire courts. The outcome was that Fitz was found not guilty of taking bribes, and as the Barry Vermont paper reported, Fred Gale was missing and charged with crimes in both states. Gale fled to Boston and could not return to Vermont or New Hampshire without fear of arrest. The headline read, Gale banned in two states. In 1907, the New Hampshire government dissolved the Cheshire Express Company. It could no longer distribute liquor. Gale entered into plea agreements with Vermont, paid fines, and was eventually allowed to return to Brattleboro. Newspaper reports state he continued to live in the Boston area and visited local family on occasion. The brewery property was eventually put up for auction and the Island Amusement Company bought the land. The West Eagle Brewery was dismantled and the lumber was used to partially construct the Island Park Pavilion. In 1909, the Island Amusement Company announced plans for Island Park, home of clean amusement. Decades of sketchy activity on the island had come to an end. Please join us next week for another story from Brattleboro's past.